Hey guys, it's Joven here. Today's episode is going to be super brief. Just want to give you all some quick updates and discuss some potential things that would be beneficial depending where you are in your pharmacy career. So to start off, first thing is that this Thursday, April 6th, at 12.50 p.m. in room 234, um, we will be having a presentation on using social media for professional networking. So anybody that's at the UF Orlando campus, please feel free um, to come check us out. We'll be doing this with, uh, with Kappa Epsilon. It will be co-curricular approved. So if you want to get some credit, uh, this is a great opportunity for you to go ahead and get some credit. Um, and I'm not too sure if it'll also be qualified for next year's uh, credit, but um, that's something you could probably reach out and talk to the respective um, personnel there. But once again, April 6th, this Thursday at 1250, room 234, using social media for professional networking. And for anybody that wants to connect with us, uh, please feel free to just message us on Instagram. Uh, maybe you won't be able to attend. If you have any questions or anything like that, just shoot us a quick message on Instagram. We can meet with you maybe before or after, um, whatever the case may be, whatever's easier for all of you. Now, for your pharmacy career, I'm going to go through through each stage. So right now in your P1 year, you're coming to the end, right? So right now it might, it might have already closed, but I would say right now, if you're in your first year of pharmacy school, right now is a great opportunity for you to look into some internships. Okay. That's going to help separate you from the pack a little bit. So right now, if you if there's still applications that are open, sometimes they're due in May. So it might be a quick turnaround, but I would start looking for some maybe research internships or job internships. If you're thinking you want to work in CVS, maybe there's a special type of CVS internship besides the typical pharmacy internship that you can do um, throughout the year. So right now would be the time, no matter what you're interested in, retail, clinical, research industry i would try to find some type of internship maybe research focused because that can really carry a lot of weight depending on what you want to do in the future and they pay you so <laughs> if you want to get paid it's a great opportunity and another thing too is i had a blast i remember i did a, a internship actually this was an undergrad and i was able to meet people from different countries I made a friend from Guatemala and I made a friend um, from Spain. So they had people from different countries and I still connect with these people to this day. So this is a great opportunity to continue to start building your network, but not only within the United States, but possibly in a global area. Um, and not only that, it gives you an opportunity to go to a new place. I was in South Carolina, so now I, had to, I got to experience a new city, got to experience a new culture, um, a new patient population. So those are some of the things that you can that I would recommend right now, if you're in your P1 year, definitely, definitely look into um, doing an internship. Now, if you're in your P2 year, what should you do? So if I'm in my P2 year around this time, I would also look into doing internships. If not an internship, if I didn't already do it my first year, I would do the same thing. But another thing I would look into is possibly if, it's, if it hasn't happened yet, as possibly select an elective that is research focused so I can have that research criteria checked if I'm interested in maybe a, a fellowship or industry. Because that can go a long way in either, either field because maybe if you're interested in cancer, you could do some cancer research as an elective. So I, I would look into possibly adding to my CV, kind of tweaking it, making it unique. Another thing I would do is 
look into things that might separate me from my colleagues. We talked about this with the personal branding. For example, one of the things I did was look into the podcast, right? That was actually more after P1, but P3 uh, was when I would say I really got more involved in it. So I looked into different things I can do during my P2 summer. What can I do starting April, May? What can I do to really differentiate myself in my third year um, and then keep going from there? So that would be something I would look into different things that I can do. Maybe it's creating infographics and posting that type of content. Maybe it's creating, I don't know, specific services. There's so many different things you can do. Maybe creating YouTube clips on um, your pharmacy life. I've seen a lot of people just kind of talk about their pharmacy life, what they're going through and things like that. So a day in the life of a pharmacy student at UF or at... Um, if you're listening from FAMU, if you're listening from Larkin, if you're listening from Palm Beach Atlantic University, and quick shout out because we did have some new followers from Palm Beach Atlantic University. So uh, appreciate you all for following us and, and liking our content. Um, if there's anything you need from us, please, please, please do not hesitate to ask. We're here to help. But, you know, depending where you're at, Nova, same thing. So try to think of different ways to kind of be unique is what I would spend my time doing and see what you can add to your CV. There's a lot of different options. There's things I, I would say, but I, I want to kind of keep it in my back pocket for anybody that reaches out personally uh, to help them kind of stand out and be unique. So that's what I would probably do in my P2 year um, around this time. The other thing I would do is probably also look for an internship if I don't already have one, like an internship that can have year long. I personally did not have one. Um, I did work in pharmacy. I did work while I was in pharmacy school, but I did not work in a pharmacy. So it was just, I liked the job I had. I didn't have a problem with it. So that's why I didn't, I didn't switch into a pharmacy internship um, gig. But I could see the benefit of it, especially if you're thinking retail, you know, you're already in with the system. You probably already know the district managers, you're building the connections. So really what you want to do is start building those connections. So P2 year, I would really look at what can I do to differentiate myself? How can I build some strong connections in my third year? Because that's what's coming up. And last but not least, how can I increase my network? So one of the things I would probably do, which I didn't do, but I think would be valuable is to start looking into conferences as well. All right. So conferences allows you that opportunity to network, meet different people, and bring some more exposure to different things because you want to bring in that exposure to yourself so that way in your third year when you're trying to rank what you want to do for your rotations, maybe you attend a conference and you learn something cool and you're like, wow, I want to go to a specialty rotation or wow, I want to do something in transplant. You never know what you might learn and experience because it wasn't taught to you yet. Or maybe, because uh, I know the UF curriculum, they don't really go into psych meds until your third year. So maybe you get to go to a conference, you learn about psychiatry, and that makes you super excited. And you're like, wow, this is interesting. Maybe I should spend some time at the VA, or maybe I should try to get an inpatient um, psych rotation. So that's some things that I'm, I want you to kind of think about to help you out um, going into your third year. Now, for the P3 students, <sighs> this is a... 
it's a tough year. It's a tough year because you have to make a lot of decisions when it comes to rotations and ranking. If it's around this time, what I would do is be, one, reaching out to all the respective um, pharmacy, P4 pharmacy students that I know or pharmacy students who are on rotation that I know, maybe even ones who recently graduated, ask them how their rotation experience went. Now's the time to collect the information on which rotations were good. Did you actually learn? Did you just work? Um, were you just basically like a tech? What really went down there? Okay. So now, now would be that time. Sorry, my alarm went off. You know, you wake up early when you wake up before your alarm. I'm not editing this out. So you guys are welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, no edits today. So if I make any mistakes, I apologize. Um, so P3, like I said, this is really that, that key, key opportunity to get that information that's needed to understand where you should go. Because not all, all rotations look the same on paper, but all preceptors aren't the same. All hospitals are not the same. All experiences will not be the same. So this is one of the things I would be doing right now is kind of asking, hey, how was your experience at this site? How was your experience at this site? What was your favorite rotation? What was your, your most unique rotation? What was your most challenging rotation? What do you recommend I do when it comes to structuring my rotation? I always recommend to students, I believe the best way to go about it is to not take a break first. I think a lot of them take a break, but I, say, I like to stay in the grind. So if it's up to me, I would say to take the last black block off because if you can do that, guess what? That gives you an early opportunity to start studying for your NAPLEX. Start studying for the MPJE. That way, as soon as you're able to take the exam, you can take it as quick as possible and then you're good. And you don't have to worry about it if you're doing a residency. Because the last thing you want to do is you're, in you're starting your residency, you're going through the orientation process, they give you your research projects, they give you your... Uh, medication use evaluation project. They give you other longitudinal projects. You're trying to learn the hospital system. You're finding like all these different things. You're meeting new people, trying to build connections. And you also have to come home after working maybe 40 plus hours a week and study for the Netflix and the MPJE. Trust me, that doesn't sound fun. So the earlier you can start preparing and start studying for that, the better. So that would be the main thing I would say to do in your P P3. If you're a P3, um, um, that would be the main thing that I, I would say to do. If you're, I, I guess I should categorize this as more of P2 going into your P3. So if you're a P2 student going into your P3 year, because you're going to have to rank those rotations, I would definitely add this to the list. Now for P3 students, some of the things that... Um, you should be doing right now because you're about to go into into your year four so as a p3 student going into year four now is the time to make sure you have the proper resources so um i would make sure to definitely get the naplex book i would definitely make sure to have a list of resources that i can use to help me throughout the year because this is grind time so i want you to spend this time really focusing on learning as much as you can and being able to work as much as you can which means if, let's say, you have a certain lifestyle, whatever the case may be, you might have to make some sacrifices. It's going to be tough, but you might have to, let's say, if you work out for an hour every day, maybe it's only 30 minutes, or maybe you work out every other day. You might have to switch some things up. 
but try to figure out a way to make sure you're able to maintain your sanity because you're going to have to be working at the rotation for 40 hours a week and do your job and also have to do some presentations, topic discussions, all these different things, and then still be able to have the lifestyle that you were living. So now's the time to kind of plan, I would say, if if I'm going into my P4 year, I'm going to be planning on what I can do. The other thing I would, I would be doing right now is definitely, if you don't have the NAPLEX book, start reading the guidelines. Look up the guidelines because you're probably going to have to do the ambulatory care rotation. So look up the guidelines on a lot of the chronic disease states just to get some more information on that. If you're doing a critical care rotation, look up, you know, the Society of Critical Care um, Medicine. So SACM goes to these different sites and kind of gather up some information so you can have some brief background to prepare you for those rotations. Another thing I would do um, in this state is probably also really start to think about my career. Okay, where do I see myself? Do I see myself in retail? Do I see myself in the clinical setting? Do I see myself in industry? Do I see myself doing something super unique? Whatever the case may be, I would just start to build, um, start to build a solid base of understanding of where I'm trying to go. Because the reason you want to do that is because if you know for a fact you want to do something that requires a residency, then I would say start looking at residency programs. Get get an Excel sheet. This this is what I did around this time. I got an Excel sheet and I started looking at programs. They're not going to have the deadlines due and all that stuff, but you can kind of start looking at programs, see what you like about it and then you can also figure out who's current residents and you can kind of talk to them now towards the end of their experience reach out to them and see how it is see how they felt about this experience see if that's a place you want to be so i would start to look at the different programs you'll see that a lot of them are similar on paper but they might have different rotations that are interesting to you or they might have um, or maybe the location matters to you or the stipend might be different or there might be a for-profit versus a non-profit hospital so now would be the time that I kind of look into that and kind of figure out, because there's so many different programs out there, right, when it comes to residency and fellowships. Um, so now would be the time I would also take a little bit of time out of my day to kind of look into, all right, what would be best for me? Or what am I looking for in a program? Think about that too. Do I want a teaching certificate? Uh, do I want to have something... Um, that allows me to have a project month, you know, different things like that. Take your time. It's There's no right or wrong answer. It's just really what do I want. So I would say take the time to kind of think about the different things you want and start looking at these different programs. You can start to see different things within the programs and maybe realize, oh, I like this or I don't like this and this, that, and the third. So that's what I would definitely recommend right now. Um, and then last but not least would be start working on your CV. Okay, if you're P4, you need to start working on your CV. This is the time that it's early. You can kind of get this out of the way. Um, you can start building your CV to the way it needs to be for whatever you're going to apply for towards the end of your P4 year. So go ahead and start working on this now. Reach out to people. If you want our help, feel free to reach out to us at tinyurl.com slash services, and um, we'll do the best that we can. And then I would say next would be 
that's that's probably about it. Um, the, oh, one more thing I would say for for P four would be incorporate learning into your daily living activities. So if you're working out, you're driving to work, maybe incorporate some podcasts, uh, different things. I might do a separate episode on this. I actually wrote an article about this, um, which I always blank on the name of it, and I'm gonna look it up right now. Um, let's see, I'm gonna pull up my CV and see if I can find it for you guys. Um, because this was something that I believe really, really helped me during my uh, during my rotations was just incorporating it for a little bit. So one of the things I would highly recommend, let me see if I could find it, um, is incorporating it. And one of the things you could do too is just do 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day of the NAPLEX works tremendously for me. So I'd highly recommend just doing like 30 minutes a day of the NAPLEX and then doing about, um, you can do 30 minutes a day of the NAPLEX and then you can also do, let me see, 30 minutes a day of the NAPLEX and then, and make sure it focuses on the things that you're trying to do. So make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, um, if it's AmCare, Crit Care, whatever it is, just Keep reading that section that pertains to the rotation you're on for 30 minutes a day, and I promise you, I promise you that's gonna help you out tremendously. Because that's something that I did, and, and it was a big, big help. So that's something that I would highly recommend. Um, let me see, I'm gonna have to search for this article. Um, let's see, it's on studerdoctor.net. How to use social media to your advantage as a pharmacy student. So different tips and tricks that you can do. Um, another great thing I would recommend is, of course, go to at CapsRx or at new underscore CapsRx um, uh, podcast. And you can definitely find um, on Thursdays that we always post some Netflix related type questions on our story. So that could be a cool thing that you also do to really help you um learn and prepare for the NAPLEX because really your P4 year should be preparing for your NAPLEX and your MPJE and also um preparing yourself for the next steps in your career so that's what I would highly recommend if you're in your P4 year what you should prob probably be doing at this time all right so once again it's on studentdoctor.net you can go on there and just search how to use social media to your advantage as a pharmacy student you can check it out in there. I have different YouTube resources, Instagram resources um, that I use to help me prepare uh, different podcasts that you can do. And trust me, it could be while you're working out in the gym. Maybe when you're scrolling, you say, hey, if I scroll for 15 minutes on IG or TikTok, I'm going to go spend at least five minutes learning about something pharmacy related. That's what I would do. For every 10 minutes or 15 minutes of this, I'd spend five minutes on something pharmacy related. So Trust me, it doesn't sound like a lot, but 30 minutes a day, even five minutes a day, trust me, will make a big difference. And then last but not least would be for people who are in residency and beyond. So if you're a current pharmacist, basically, if you're a current pharmacist, you're a resident, PGY1 or PGY2, um, or just a pharmacist working out in the field right now, Right now is a great time to apply for new jobs, okay? The summertime is coming up. People might be needing PDO. If you want to do something per diem, it might be a great time. 
all right because i need it's going to take what maybe a month to get through interviews that's going to be may and then what another month to get through orientation so that's june boom perfect timing so it might take about two to three months before you even start and so they're going to need you to help cover some of the pdo that might happen if they don't have a lot of per diems another thing could be Maybe uh, a lot of people are planning on retiring. You know, the retirements usually happen closer to the summertime. So then people are leaving. Um, different things could be happening. Residents will be possibly leaving. They might need somebody to, to help fill until the residents are well trained. So there's a lot of opportunities right now, probably in the job market. So right now would be a great time to start applying. Um, I didn't use LinkedIn, LinkedIn, but I know a lot of people use LinkedIn to apply for jobs and search for jobs. So you can use LinkedIn. You can use um, let's see. For me, I mainly just used Indeed.com. Um, you can use Indeed. Uh, there's a lot of different resources that you can use. Obviously, use Indeed or whatever hospital system I was interested in. I would just go to their careers and just see what opportunities would open up. So you can always go to a hospital system and just search for careers, and you can get. You can like usually sign up to a subscription, and they'll message you whenever something pops up as far as a position. And I did kind of go over this before um, on a previous episode. Let me see which episode it was. I'm pretty sure it was this season. Because um, it's definitely, yeah. So season three, or season eight, sorry, episode three. Um, earlier this year, in January 23rd, I released an episode. It was about 34 minutes. So you can tune into that if you want to get a little bit more info on the best way to apply for jobs but that's what i would probably be doing so to sum it all up in a very brief way <laughs> if you're a p1 going into your second year of pharmacy school right now i'd really look into research internships to help me stand out if you're a p2 going to year three of pharmacy school i would also look into maybe internship to help me stand out if i haven't done one yet or a year-round internship, an elective that can help me stand out, or just anything that helps me to stand out, like a podcast or anything like that. Just something to be different. And last but not least, reaching out to current um, P3 or current P4 students about their rotation rotational experience. So that way I know how to rank rotations. Now, if I'm a P3 student going to my fourth year, I'd definitely be thinking about my career Taking time to think about my career, research some programs if you're thinking about doing a residency or fellowship, and start preparing for the NAPLEX. As soon as you get that book, try to, try to do 30 minutes a day. And then last but not least, if you're a current resident or just a pharmacist um, working right now, would be a great time to go searching for jobs. A lot of opportunities will be coming up. So if you need any help with anything, you have any questions, please, 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 as always, feel free to reach out to me um, at new underscore CapsRx podcast. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and then if you want to just email us, you can email us at um, capsrxpodcast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions, anything like that, just message us, okay? We're, we're here to help. If you want to sign up for any of our services, you can go to tinyurl.com slash services, and um, we can go ahead and, and meet with you to help you with whatever specific thing you feel like uh, you need some assistance with. Um, thank you so much, guys. We greatly appreciate it.